episode 182. 182, which is 181 more episodes than I wanted to do before he got signed. This is our, I think, 205th upload. 205 uploads, I think. Maybe 206. We made a podcast back in the building. Make sure you follow us. We made a podcast. Uh, we made a podcast on Twitter. We made a podcast on Instagram. Our Instagram is boring. Our Twitter is a little bit more lit. You know what I'm saying? We just got it back not that long ago. Not that many followers. You know what I mean? Um, subscribe on YouTube. We made a podcast. So you can see videos of Caesar looking fresh with the freshly dyed beard. You know what I mean? He got a whole mammal in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah, make sure you do that. Do all that. Make sure. You, and, and and also while you're on YouTube, go and you you're gonna go. You're gonna be like, oh, we made a podcast. Bang, show up. But maybe when you're typing, we made it. Another thing comes up. We made it. Seize. And you might want to go ahead and follow that too and subscribe. To I mean, if you're not too busy, why not? Subscribe to We Made It Seas on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? He's playing Call of Duty. He's playing Cyberpunk 2095. He's playing... Um, I'm not streaming that game. He's playing... Um, I'm definitely making an Apex comeback this weekend too. Don't sleep on your boy. Okay, that's exciting. You know what I mean? Bring Caustic back. Caesar, I was Caesar. You want me to? You want to make? You want a confession right now? What? I was missing watching y'all play Apex. I was like, damn. I went and watched ten minutes of um of Case playing Apex. I'm not even joking. I went because I went on Turks. I'm like Turks playing COD all the time. I'm like, dang. I want to watch some Apex. I went. I was like, oh, Casey play Apex. I want to watch ten minutes of Apex. <laughs> there you go. Hey. I miss y'all playing Apex. Yeah, we made a little comeback last night to play the new mode on Apex, um, the Christmas Express, the train one, where everybody lands on the train. That one's really fun. We worked it out. I was like, you know what? Actually, I was, you can ask Sergio. I was running around. I was like, man, I really miss these mechanics. It just hit different. It hits different this year. It's so smooth, and I'm so bad and rusty, so can't wait to play again. Coming back. <laughs> Um, but yeah, today we made a podcast episode 182. You know, we're talking Champions League group stages over. We're going to talk about that PSG uh, Istanbul Bashatya here uh, referee incident. I don't, I don't know Caesar's opinions on those, on that incident, but I'm excited to see if he comes back. If you're on YouTube, you can see that he vanished. But if you also, if you're on YouTube, you can see underneath that badge, it says substance over image. Don't ever sleep. Um, we're going to talk about Barcelona a little bit. I didn't watch that match, but, um, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course we're going to do some recaps, talk about how, why enter so bad. Um, maybe we'll do like a fake, a very, very fake preview of the MLS final. <laughs> and, and uh, huh? Yeah, seriously. And also, um, talk a little bit about some rumors, got a transfer rumor gossip. But Caesar, where's my recaps page? Um, you know, your boy did watch. I mean, we had some exciting group stage endings potentially. Um, I was very excited to see what would happen between what would happen in Group H, which included PSG, RB Leipzig, Man U, and Istanbul Bashakir. Um, 
we had dubbed this the group of death, like for sure, this is the group of death. Um, and yeah, there was a scalp taken. I did watch RB Leipzig versus Man U. Off top, I found it kind of odd when I heard, when I was listening to some of the uh, people talking about like Man U's loss and stuff before I get into the match itself. Martial and Cavani weren't there. I don't know if they were injured, but they were they didn't even like they weren't even on the bench. They started with Rashford, um, Bruno Fernandez, Mason mm. Greenwood, and who else was up top up there? I forgot. But um it was kind of interesting. I was like, well, I, I feel like that makes a big difference when you're missing uh, Martial, at least I won't I won't even include Cavani. Like I'll like it's a it changes your team a lot. It does, actually. And I was actually kind of curious about that game, too, because it, I wonder if it just had to do with fitness because they just played that weekend or something. But it just, like, it, it it's it's almost like you some of these teams losing, like, some teams you I kind of, like, give almost like a little pass to because I'm like, it's just, like, I'm sure you just couldn't do nothing. Like, it's just – it's so many. Like, even when, like, some other games, like – Liverpool bringing on uh, Sadio Mane at 84 minutes. It's like, what do you expect? I bet these guys are dead exhausted. Like, you're probably they probably looked horrible a, a day after a training. They're probably mad sore. I'm sore and I'm I'm fat lazy. And these guys are playing crazy games. They can I can only imagine how exhausted they are from this season. So, yeah, like when I saw that, I was like, I was like, oh, that's gonna be like a tough out. Like, you know. That's always a that's a dark horse team that we've talked about for a while. You know, that's a team that's dangerous. Probably some of the most underrated midfield in in, in Champions League right now. They have some killers up there with Sabitzer and some ballers on that team. So when I saw that lineup, I was like, ooh, like I don't know, man. Dog Caesar, you got a whole damn cat behind you. That is disgusting. Can you can you let it have a life outdoors like a real human being? Oh, no, nah, there's coyotes out here. But. <laughs> anyway, um, so RB Leipzig versus Man U. Man, in the second minute, we had a goal by your boy Angelino, who was definitely a goon out here. I seen him responding to uh, somebody on Twitter talking about because they were like, oh. Um, City reject uh, Angelino with the brace or something like that. And he was like, uh, <laughs> he was basically like, City reject. I left. Uh, put some respect on my name or something like that. He said. Like, I mean, I knew, you, I knew, I knew that um, Tagalifica was a baller, but they're like, don't worry, we'll get another Argentinian left back that's even more turned up. He, Tagalifica's filthy, dog. He's good. I think Angelino's Spanish. I think he's Argentinian. I'm pretty sure he's from Spain. Really? Let me see. I thought I see. That's Argentina. I mean, I don't know if he's from Argentina. Then he need to be starting. Oh, you're right. He is Spanish. I'm sorry. I thought he was. I thought he's Argentinian. Oh, come on. It's okay. You're getting over COVID. Um, <clears throat> Angelino with a beautiful shot off of a Sabitzer cross. I didn't know what was going on. Um, like I was actually like this is obvious to anybody who knows uh, who listens to We Made It podcast. This season we're gonna be looking at this fool's post. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing right now. All on his Wikipedia right now, like this fool's whole history. Um, but anyway, he, was he, tat- 
How old is he? Did you see? He's like 27. 27? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm he, sorry. I'm completely wrong. He's not 27. He's 23. Okay. I, I think he's kind of a goon. This dude's tattered all the way up. You know oh, what I'm saying? I, I, he was talking to the ref. And he, he was kind of like doing his movements, like talking about this foul at halftime. He was, he was like, to the ref, I was like, this guy about that life, sir. <laughs> might be from, he might be from neighborhood Crips. You never know. Um, Cortes Cor, Anco, Spain, from Northwest Spain. Northwest over there by Vigo. He'd be eating clams. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was actually, because I, off top, I already kind of, I already don't like left-footed players. Like, I'm just not even going to sugarcoat it. We know. If you're left-footed, I already got an issue with you. But if also, if you're a left-footed player that like to dribble a lot, you, Asensio, I kind of like Asensio. Asensio's left-footed, but he don't like to, to, to have his foot on the ball a lot. But most left-footed players like to have their foot on the damn ball all the time, and they be wasting time, and then they got to adjust their whole body to make like, any pass. And Mason Greenwood is absolutely like that. And, on, and like, by the end he of the He does a lot. By the end of the match, I was like, this dude's kind of whatever to me. Like, he, he scored, like, three goals that, like, look pretty to somebody. And they're, oh, my God, this young dude. Oh, my God. I'm like, dude, he's regular, man. And he's already worse because he's left-footed. <laughs> and I'm already kind of, like, suspicious. Why, why are you black and left-footed? What is up with that? I don't feel like there's not a whole lot of black left-footed people out here. Like, How can you say that? Like, what are you talking about? Neither, there's not neither. a lot of black left-footed people out here. What are you talking that about? That are like left-footed attackers. Name me one. Name me one. Um, um, uh, the dude off of uh, Lyon. Who? Uh, Cor- Maxim Cornet. He's not an attacker. Yeah, now really. shut up. So he's no. left-footed. Caesar, Next, Caesar, I win. Caesar, he plays left back now. That doesn't. That, you does. can't do that. You can't do that. It you is. didn't say that. You didn't say the stipulation as that he used to be a right winger. You don't get to do that, dog. He was a right winger. Caesar, I said you attacker. Don't get to change it like that. Okay, can you name two? Oh wow! I really gotta dig into my reserves. <laughs> exactly. See, that's um, not fair, Marcelo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Mason Green was whatever. In the ninth minute, he had a um, – in the ninth minute, there was a golden opportunity for Man U. Rashford's wide open to the left of Greenwood, and he shot this super weak shot right at the goalie. I'm like, what are you doing? He's right there by himself. Give him the rock. But pro- he probably couldn't do it because it would have probably been easier for him to do it with his right foot. And, no, and like, left-footed players cannot use a right foot except for Ferland Mendy. Um, 13th minute, we had another goal by RB Leipzig. And they were on Manu's ass the entire first half. Your boy Haidara, who has the most Shia name ever. Also I was the G.I. Joe like, character. I was like, Haidara, like that's like, I'm like, is he Shia or what? This is this is not for you. This is for like super people that know about Islam right now. But <laughs> Like Shia people say, yeah, Haidara, like talking about Ali. So anyway, after Haidara scored, he made Sajud on the ground, and I was like, damn, is he gonna put a rock? Because that's what the Shia people do. Anyway, anyway, 
Beautiful goal by uh, RB Leipzig by Haidara. It was a nice volley. Angelino crossed it to Haidara, but the just immense, incredible baller, Marcel Sabitzer, was the one that got the ball to Angelino. So Angelino's uh, involved, I'm sorry, um, Sabitzer is involved in the first two goals, and so is Angelino. Oh, I don't know why a bigger team has not gotten Sabitzer yet. I mean, and I feel like we've been saying this for two years. That dude is so good. He's so solid. He's like fearless. Like, what's going on? Like, why don't y'all get him? I don't know. Maybe he's like ratchet on low. He he does seem ratchet, but like, damn, who cares? I honestly don't know. I mean, maybe like Red Bull has a high price tag for him. So I don't know. He's really good though. I mean, if you're a team, like, for example, like, Inter Milan, why would you get Erickson when you can get Sabitzer? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, I, I would prefer to have Sabitzer over Erickson. Even though I thought Erickson was pretty good. Like, Sabitzer's better. He's really good. Why would you get Why would you get Griezmann and you can get Sabitzer? <laughs> why, would, why did Liverpool get Minamoto off that team and not Sabitzer? Oh, wait, no. The, he was on Red Bull Salzburg. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's I'm, right. All, I'm over this Red Bull stuff. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Um, so it's 2-0 to RB Leipzig at that point. 17th minute, your boy Forsberg missed a really close shot just wide. It would have been a 3-0. 29th minute, there was a, um, another a goal called off for RB Leipzig. Um, it was a header by Canote, but um, I think some, somebody was off. No, I'm sorry. It was a goal It was a goal by, I keep on wanting to call him Victor Orban. He's the prime minister of Hungary, but Orban... <laughs> Got a tap in off a Canote header. I think it was off a corner, but um, somebody was off sides. I think it was Canote. Um, literally in the first half, I put that man you looks like they're playing a man down. Like it looks like they got a red card. It, it was insane how bad they were playing. Um, in the second half, uh, Vanderbeek came on for Alex Tellis. Um, oh, and then in the 56 minute, your boy Forsberg missed a shot that was pretty close. And I was like, hmm, maybe that might end up coming back to bite him because it's still 2-0 at this point. 56 minute, your boy Justin Kleiber came on. And then in the 61st minute, Pogba came on. Pogba comes on. You're thinking, hey, man, something could happen. Pogba literally the only player on that team that will, like, send the ball up the line. Like, literally pass the ball up the line. It blow like why don't like why don't y'all do that more? Like <laughs> he's like the only one out of like get the ball and pass it like twenty yards plus. Um, so man, you start to get a little bit more going. Um, sixty eighth minute, Bruno Fernandez free kick went off the bar, but right after that, your boy Justin Clyburn, whose dad I'm pretty sure killed somebody, scores. <laughs> Oh my God, Angelino! Angelino's cross goes off of Nkuku's arm, but Nkuku's arm is uh, tucked. Awesome. Um, and <laughs> can we just get through this damn recap? Holy crap! It's salt. It's Red Bull Leipzig versus Man U, Caesar, and you're making Caesar. these horrible references. Please continue, Caesar. Caesar, I need you to be patient. I know you just got over COVID. I need you to be patient, okay? You need to get over COVID. You're a big actor now. You you can do this to cover what you just said, but we'll keep going. 
<laughs> but you said it was wild. But go I, was ahead. Watching, I was been watching Pose. Um, so that so Angelino's cross mm-hmm. goes off in Cuckoo's arm. Maguire thinks that De Gea is going to get it. De Gea thinks Maguire is going to get it, and Cliver just goes right to the ball, ends up kind of dinking it over De Gea, a nice little uh, chip, and it goes in. Crazy. Now, 78th minute, there's a penalty called. Mason Greenwood was quote-unquote fouled in the box. I thought it was so soft. Um, but penalty is awarded. Bruno Fernandez scores it 3-1 Manu. Two minutes later, Paul Pogba gets some weird shoulder arm header goal that goes off of the RB Leipzig player and then off of the goalie to go in. And it's 3-2 in the 82nd minute. Um, and you're thinking like, damn dog, are they going to draw or what? Like you're thinking like, like really at that point I was thinking Paul Pogba or Rashford might just send in some long shot that that'll go in. Um, that didn't necessarily happen, but in the 90th minute, uh, the 90, 90th plus four added minutes, there was almost a Red Bull Leipzig on goal. Pogba crossed the ball in, and it went off that dude's foot, and the uh, RB Leipzig goalie barely left that ball out. I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine? Um, but RB Leipzig ended up winning by the hair of their chin. 3-2, and Man U was in Europa League. Now, at the same time, we're, we're going we're gonna to go over what happened. Ah, should we or should we? Yeah, yeah, let's, go, let's talk about what happened with PSG. So, because I'm not going to recap the match. It was like 5-1 or something like that. Um, at the same time this was all going on, I seen on Twitter something was going on at PSG. I'm like, what the hell is a racist? Who? What? What happened? Ooh. <laughs> With some ref? What? So, in uh, Paris, there was an incident. Caesar, do you want to explain it? No, you can. Okay. You know what? Let me check in. So, PSG and Istanbul Bak are playing, and there's an incident with one of the assistant coaches, Weibo, which sounds like an Afrobeat song. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm sure there's an Afrobeat song with that name, Weibo. Like, I know it. Also, a Spanish word, too. If no, that's Wavo. Okay, relax. If 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 there's a song called Tetema, then there's definitely a song called Wavo. Mm, Tetema. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Caesar Spotify. Also a rapper, Webby. But go ahead. <laughs> so apparently, what happened? The assistant coach was going going ballistic, and. He's being signaled to give a yellow, like a caution, by the fourth official. When the fourth official, I'm sorry, when the ref is going over there, apparently the fourth official, when asked who is it, he said the black one, in Romanian, which is like negro or something like that. Uh, Webo took offense to that, 
and so did your boy Dimba Ba, who speaks great English. I would love for really, him to move really to, good English. I would love for him to uh, I would love for him to move to Canada one day. I would say move to America, but don't 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 even do it, dog. No, go to Canada and become like cover soccer there and in your fantastic English. Amazing thing. I was, I was so impressed. I'm like, man, I love you more. Well, look how oh, I was like, oh, here comes this video. I'm like, wow, like, he's so clear. <laughs> the only thing American exceptionalist about me is like, I love when like a foreign, like, like European players, players speak English. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. It's like they did it for me. <laughs> but anyway. They did it for you. <laughs> Dimma Bob goes over there. He's screaming on people. Webbo screaming. Um, the Istanbul Bishakir here's Turkish coach is asking the dude, "Are you racist? Are you racist?" Um, the the PSG players get on over there; they're getting into it. Um, I seen a video of an Istanbul Bishakir player talking to Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel seemed like he was kind of defending the ref, actually, um, but. Really, like, well, let's just say what happened. What happened was they couldn't solve the incident, and the Istanbul Bishakshir players and the PSG players decided to collectively not play the match. They walked off, and they were considering playing again, uh, playing like they were, they were, I mean, there was a bunch of different reports, conflicting reports, mm-hmm. they were considering to play it seems, but they were going to have the fourth official go be in the VAR booth. And this symbol was like, no, nah, we want him like out. And they didn't really have anybody to like replace the VAR people. So they just suspended the match. They ended up playing it Wednesday, today, the day we were recording. It was supposed to be on Tuesday. Um, and, you know, the action was celebrated. Um, there was a lot of people that, I mean, I watched, it made me like watch some more soccer coverage to see what people were saying. But, I want to know what Caesar has to say. Um, before I say my opinion, I want to say I kind of want to call out somebody. I want to call out the UCL on CBS Sports Instagram page. Um, okay. you're calling me out. No, you're next. For having zero coverage on it. Instagram. Not one, not one post on Instagram about this. They posted about the goals that happened, the games around it. Then post one thing, not even a, a image saying the match was suspended. I thought that was really whack. Uh, Bam, his trademark uh, hibiscus something drink that he was delivering to people's homes. Nice. So, um, wink. Um, yeah. So, I thought that uh, I thought that was really whack because that was the biggest headline from yesterday. Um, was what happened there, and it wasn't just about grabbing the headline, but it was about you two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. They posted the video that I. But did what the that I did the screenshot of, of um the commentator on CBS talking about the, the how big important it was for women and this movement and I feel like when you do that you're taking like almost like a very progressive activist role like in what's going on in the world and you're almost doing a little bit of a, a step or commitment toward as a network bringing about some different you know every time I'm, they have a lot of inclusion going on a lot of different genders and stuff <clears throat> yes. They they may not have done that on the Instagram page, but they did talk about it on the network though a lot. Well, they they posted the other one on Instagram, but they didn't post this on Instagram. So I just feel like what do we talk about racism? It's important to bring awareness to it. So 
I thought it would have been good to have the clip that people can talk about it. Good discussion. Regardless of what your comment section like, you can delete the comment section. Just put the video up because people need to know. People need to know about this stuff happening. And this wasn't just fans. This was an official. An official did this situation, and I thought it was something to bring to light. Um, my opinion on the matter, I thought it was gross. I thought it was disgusting. And I thought it lined up to exactly what I said last week. I know that on the point here, Bam was saying that, oh, well, you know, and Negrito in Spanish is something that it said in here. And Cavani said this, and this is what it said in his language. It's all good. And I understand that. I understand that. I know that Brazil, they have their words for 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 how they say Negro and, and black people in Brazil. And it looks like they have it for Romanian, too. I think there's time and place for everything in a sense of, a sense of professionalism. But I'm sorry, dog. If you're doing that in a workplace, you're a racist. You're a racist. If you're doing this at work, if you think you're so comfy or you're doing it out at work and as if you're comfortable with this, you're a racist, dog. So it is what it is to me. Like, I'm not going to sit here and defend it being said in Spanish in one place and then here in Romanian and be like, oh, no, that's bad. Hey, dog, it's just we can't be doing this, man. Like, there's no way we're going to have anything going on or any kind of advancement or any kind of any kind of even any any anything in terms of advancement towards if we just have this is okay but this is bad just get rid of that joint in general like if if people if, if if there's ways that we're supposed to be addressing people nowadays oh man my camera just said f this it focused on like if there's ways that oh my god this is racist if we're supposed to already be more conscious of how we address people not assuming um, their gender, background, or anything, then why is it okay that we let something slip? Especially when it comes to talking about black people. That's like something that's been dealing with forever. So I think it, the worst of this, of everything, was that it was an official. Um, it, it, it gets pretty wild when you're watching a player call out an official for inappropriate behavior. These are supposed to be, they're the ones tucked in jersey, adhering to the rules, following the rules. And that right there showed that he was just another human being, another human being mistreating somebody. And that, that was really like, I thought that was really gross. I'm extremely happy for what the players did. I wish the players did this uh, more with, with in-game stuff in terms of with fans. But thank you for doing this. I think the players' approach is like, yeah, we get the, the fans can be a bunch of wild, crazy people. Fine. But the officials doing this, that's too much. That that was probably that was probably just the straw that breaks the camel's back. That's just that there's a level to this. Like the officials doing it, you can't have that dog. Well, Caesar, that was cool because you're taking shots at me the entire time. You trying to take shots at me the entire time, but I'm gonna let that slide. I'm not even gonna address that. Um, I agree that it was improper for the ref to 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 say that because. And, and and this was something that was talked about on the CBS show and like other people were saying is like, if it was a white dude or like the Turkish or one of the other Turkish guys, he wouldn't say like, oh, the white one, you know, like he's saying, oh, the black one, because that's the one that for him is like abnormal. So it's he, that person sticks out. If it was for black people, he wouldn't, he can't say, oh, the black one. But it, it, so it, it, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, Kind of like a cultural thing that needs to change in a sense. Um, but this is where I like slightly push back. I think on some level, the players 
leaving the pitch for this, like, I wouldn't celebrate it as much as I feel like it's been celebrated. Why? Because the players on both sides, neither of them have any, like, anything for the referees. I would like to see something like this happen when it's the fans being racist. Because that's totally different. We've seen the most egregious, like, this ref said one thing. But we've seen some egregious, egregious things happen from fans where it's like whole sections of fans and there's no action to the extent, even the player that's getting racially abused, his own teammates, be trying to make him not have a reaction. So I don't know if this is something that would happen. If it's the fans being racist, are we going to see both teams collectively lead the pitch? I hope so. I hope it's a new day, but I, but like, and and I thought that what it was I thought that it was good that they did that, but I wasn't like, like like I feel like on some level that's kind of easy. That's a, that's a lot easier. That's a lot easier than the fans doing it, because if it's, I mean, and I don't really necessarily expect PSG fans to be doing this, but let's say it was the Istanbul Bashakshir fans, like the their ultras or whatever, being racist towards. Um, uh, one of the one of the uh, PSG players. Are we going to see the Istanbul Bashakshir players leaving the pitch with them? I don't know. I don't know. And and I'm only basing that on when you see fans abusing players, even their own teammates, be saying, "Don't leave, nah, dude, come on," like telling telling them, "Don't listen to them, don't react." We saw that with Mike Tyson on Shakhtar. We seen that with um, what's his name, Marega on Porto. Uh, was it? Was it? Is it, is it, is it something like that? Marega. Yeah, we see, yeah. I mean, and, and and going for forever. We always see the own players on the team saying, "Don't react." They couldn't grasp. <laughs> so I so like, yeah, it was good. Like that's cool, but. That's different than doing it for the fans. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a, a fair pushback. You can't, like, do that. Like, they're just going – they literally have one job to do. They're going out there to go play the sport. Their job is not meant to regulate ra- racism. Their job is not meant to adhere or, and make sure to, to step up in certain situations of these things. Why is it incumbent on them to step up? I thought that FIFA was running campaigns. I thought FIFA was doing this stuff. So I think for them on the player side, it's like, okay, like I said, of course, when you have 80,000 people, here we go. Here I am playing Italy and Cagliari. Of course, they're going to be out here doing this right now. They're going to be making ape sounds or whatever. I get it. I mean, Shakhtar with Mike Tyson. Yeah. Hulk with with, Shaq, uh, with, with uh, Zenit, St. Petersburg, for sure. But – when it's an official, I think it it, hit, it cuts a little deeper because that's a hired person. This is somebody that's that that's been paid to be there too. They're an employee as well. That's meant to be there in terms of and an official is to be a neutral party. Officials are supposed to be hired as neutral people within between. So that's probably like way worse. It's like all right, like yeah, here's a bunch of drunk idiots being racist. I'm not surprised. You know, I know where I am. This is an official dog. Come on okay. now. Okay, but Caesar, remember how you felt when Benucci 
was criticizing Moises Keane. Mm-hmm. When, when those fans, I think it was Cagliari too, were racist to Moises Keane, Moises Keane reacted tame in a tame manner, and Benucci's like, hey man, like, no, you shouldn't have done that. It, it, it's a, I, for me, it's a bigger deal if you, and, and, and obviously that's different because that's the opposing fans. But if you're sitting there, like if you're a Cagliari player and you're saying like, nah, like they're being racist to the player on the opposing team, we're leaving the pitch. Like you're going against your own fans. That's going to be a lot harder than saying like, yeah, the ref said something. You don't have no affinity towards the ref. You don't have no allegiance towards the ref. This is just, this is a Champions League match. The, the refs rotate. But it was easy? No, no, I, I'm saying it's easier than doing it if the fans are being racist, 100%. Because you have a, you're going to see your fans on the weekend. You're going to see your fans next week. If you're going to go, if a team is going to say, reprimand their own fans, we've never seen that. Lazio fans being racist. We don't see the Lazio players, but the black ones, saying something. If the Cagliari, the black players in Cagliari, they're not saying nothing to their fans. To the extent, even the every like, I feel like every single time we've seen a black player react to racism on the pitch, his own teammates tell him to stop. Don't let him leave the pitch. We see Mike Tyson on Shakhtar crying on the pitch. He was crying. And the, his own teammates are saying, don't leave, don't leave, don't listen to them. I get it. Like, that, that, that's significant that they left the, left the pitch when the ref said something. The ref said one thing, that dude was offended. If the dude wasn't offended, if it didn't become such a big deal, I don't even think it would have happened if Dimba Ba didn't come down there. The Weibo dude, Weibo, Weibo, Weibo. <laughs> Waymo got upset, but I think it was different when Dimba Ba came off the bench too, because it made it more of an issue. But we're talking about like fans. We've seen it like a gazillion times. Don't nobody leave. No, and, and yeah, I mean, and I've said it three times, but like, dog, your own teammates are gonna tell you. You were you were there for Balotelli. You were there for Prince Borte. His own teammates are gonna say, "Nah, dude, don't, 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 don't listen to that." Okay, but in, in the general sense, what's your point though? That point, like it, it's not we shouldn't celebrate it because no, 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 it no, wasn't as hard as no, doing it against fans. I, no, no, I, I don't no. understand. No, I thought this was I, a no. good moment. I, I said that it should be celebrated. I, I think it's good, but I don't. I think that's easier than going against the fans. And my evidence for that is that we've seen. Dozens of times, when the when the fans are racist towards a black player, it's not even that the opposing team is saying "Hey, chill." His own teammates will say "Hey, chill. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it." Benucci go out in the media saying that Moises King was wrong, although they're doing monkey chants at him. He's wrong for scoring the goal and just standing there and looking like that. He's wrong for that. We've said, we have too many incidents. Now, I hope that moving forward that we'll see players go against their own racist fans 
I hope that we'll see that. We'll see the players be like, nah, we're not going to let our fans be racist. We're going to walk off the pitch when they're doing monkey chance against the other black players on the team. I hope that we'll see that. But I would not be surprised if we don't. I hope so too. But I think in, in light of that, I think that what happened was dope. I'm yeah, glad too, the players did that. I think with the players, I'm glad the players did it. I, me too. I, I, it's not, I can't even ask them to do the fan things. There's no fans right now anyways. So, um, okay, you know, now, shout, shout out to them. Hi, hypothetically, do you, do you, do you think, do you see that moving forward? What them doing to move forward? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I could see it happening. I'm not going to pretend like it's never going to happen. I've seen it happen in the past. I've seen games where, where, where Merlon walked off the field. Uh, I've seen it before. So it's not like it's never happened in history. Players have happened before. It should happen more, but it's happened before. And I think it'll happen again. But, you know, this might be something in the future that it, it that might trigger it because seeing how it literally they did it and then they just rescheduled the game for next day, players will be like, all right, whatever. We, we'll only play later. I'm fine with that. Like – and and I, I hope so, because it, 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 when they did it, it was like oh, I guess not that scary. They just got it cracking, and I didn't know what was going to happen. They just play the next day. But and and I, and I hope that it is the precedent moving forward. But for me, it's like let's not forget all the times where fans. This is not just one dude saying the black guy. This is fans doing monkey chants, throwing stuff. Uh, spitting on players, doing all kinds of stuff, audible, and they just keep playing. The black player is is supposed to not even react. To the extent his own teammates will tell him, hey, disregard that. Tyson crying, crying, dude. And his own teammates, come on, man. Like, come on, let's keep kicking the ball around. That's different than the ref, dude. I'm sorry, because when the, when when you got to go against your own fans, we know the fans have a lot of power in soccer. It's not easy to be like, yeah, I play for uh, Tottenham. Tottenham had some racist issues last season. I play for Tottenham. Nah, dude, like, we're not going to tolerate that. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I do, I do commend the players for doing that. That's dope. That's amazing. It's showing that. In this situation, it was zero tolerance. They didn't care about his explanation. I don't. Obviously, we didn't get to hear necessarily what the uh, referee was saying. They're going to do some investigation. We'll see, like what the conclusion of that is. But now I'm like, okay, we made a podcast, been reporting on all these racist incidents for years, uh, damn near weekly. Uh, last last season, it was damn near weekly. <laughs> We got to take some racism off. And we never saw any progress. Obviously, now 2020, there's been like a, a big change when it comes to that since the George Floyd protest. We've had a lot more progress um, as far as like recognition of these issues worldwide. So I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for whenever the fans get back in the stadium, whenever these things happen, which is inevitable. Inevitably, there's going to be more monkey chance. It's going to happen. Uh, there, there was already monkey chance this season. There was some youth match at BGB. There was some some kid got got caught the monkey chance. I'm hoping that we see fan, uh, players 
go against their own fan base and leave the pitch with the opposing team. Because if, if, if that don't happen, then this was cap. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't cap, but it'd be unfortunate to capitalize on this. If that don't happen in the future, then this don't matter. Because I don't want you to do it for the rep. I want you to do it for your fans. I want you to do it regardless. Yeah, me too. Caesar mad. Okay. Caesar said, I'm going to have to play these video games. Damn, put, put the headphones up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hell with that. I'm playing God. Racism is whack. I mean, I agree. And, 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 Obviously, like, it's like once again, we, an official, like, that's just ridiculous. Obviously, like, we've talked about it more than anybody and, like, come up with, like, actual solutions that, like, would be an actual solution. Like, this is how you get it out, the actual sport. Where I've listened to all these pundits that have been watching soccer their whole life, whenever they have a quote-unquote solution, oh, just find the team and have empty stadiums like they already do that. Talking about a transfer ban, that's a big deal. What, 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 obviously there's no fans, but what Istanbul Bashachahir and PSG did, that was beautiful. Like they showed solidarity. They showed that there's zero tolerance for the, for any, anything that even seems racist. I ain't having it. No. What? You better not say, uh, uh, Bloom, it's, it's too close. <laughs> you never, you better not even say this is food is bland. Oh, nah, dog. Three letters. I'm not having that. <laughs> you better not even, actually, because he said, you, you better not even say negotiate. Yeah, I'm that I'm, uh, you're out. I love that they showed that inter team. You said negotiate. Yeah, no, nah, you're too close. <laughs> we're stopping the match. If they do an investigation and the refs is negotiated, be like, that's it. Fire him. <laughs> You're out. It's too close. And a D and a G. You're out of here. You're out. You're out. No tolerance. I, I, like, I love that they did that. And now, I, I will, and obviously, like, we won't be able to know this for a while, but now I want to see it when it really matters. When it really matters is when you – as a player of whatever team you're on, gotta go against your own fans. Caesar, how many black players heard their fans giving monkey chance to the other team? And, uh, <laughs> it, it, the the mount is endless. Yeah, and they just gotta be like, "Hey, yeah, man." They got they gotta just stay on the field and just suck it up to ninety minute mark because they, we're better than that. They gotta be like, "He's a monkey, not me." Yeah, they gotta they literally gotta tell themselves that. Yeah. He's the monkey, not me. I'm not the monkey. He is, because he's on Roma or whatever. We like that's the, the, the days for that. Hopefully, I hope and pray that it's over. And I and I and and it would be amazing if this day, uh, all them players on Istanbul Bashakcha here, Dimba Ba and uh, Webo Webo and. And uh, and Mbappe and Neymar and all these players were like the catalyst for racism in the stadium in any capacity is not tolerated. But for me, I like we'll we'll, we'll we'll prove the significance of that action is when you see it against 
somebody's own fans. That'll like prove it to me. This is the preseason for me. I'm with that. I just, yeah, I'm with you. I hope it's a catalyst for change. That's what I want to see. I, I think that everything, things start off. You Sometimes you need like some gasoline to start a fire. So, yeah. And I'm with that. Even though you see now you're a little less mad at me, like a little less. Caesar is the type where if you the, if you start off with the first thing that you, he don't like, then he's just like I'm mad at you. I'm so mad at how true that is. Shut <laughs> up, shut up. I'm so mad. That's the most realest thing ever about me in history. If someone starts talking and immediately the first thing you say, I wholeheartedly objectively disagree with you. I'm over anything you say after that. You're dead to me. Just like the word negotiate. Bye. <laughs> Don't let me be commissioner of the racism task force. You're gone for life. You said that looks nice. You're gone. I didn't say that. It was a. It, I didn't mean negro. It was in Romanian. Negro negotiator. Same word. Bye. <laughs> We're playing at memes. Well, no, you should. Why didn't you, why didn't you call? A, why didn't you uh, call? What's his name over there? Um. um why don't you go one of the other dudes and, and negotiate also, huh? Why you got to be him? <laughs> We're playing at Newcastle? Too close. Oh, I out. compile all the videos of you saying negotiate all season. See how many times you said it to a black person. <laughs> might be some kind of code. You never know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start doing – it might be some QAnon mess talking about <laughs> negotiate. Hey. They might just say transfer everybody else but black people to negotiate. <laughs> I'm saying – Oh, I've seen some very cryptic racist terms for black people. They're great. <laughs> They're great. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so okay, let's. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say on Tuesday, and then we'll talk about um, the matches from today. I did not watch the entire match of Barcelona versus Juve. Only I watched, because it, I watched a little bit. I watched second half. Okay, only because it didn't necessarily matter. Um, both of them are already through to Europa. I'm sorry, through to um, the knockout stages. And I wasn't really too hyped off the Messi versus Ronaldo thing. And I've seen enough Barcelona matches this year to know that they are really whack. <laughs> but here's the question. I, I did a little research, and I actually did this research a few um, – a couple weeks ago, actually. I was like – I was like, okay, I remember the Classico – where Real Madrid won 2-0 last season, right before COVID hit, where um, Vinicius Jr. scored and then Mariano Diaz came on and like two seconds later he scored. (laughs) I was like, okay. Then there was the COVID break and then things came back. Obviously Real Madrid won the league. um, And I was like, dog. Has Barcelona beat a good team since since then? Like, have they actually beat a good team? I went and looked through the whole Barcelona schedule from March 1st, 2020, till whatever day it was. I had to add a couple because they lost a couple more matches since then. Caesar, the good teams that they play, this is who I'm considering the good teams. Sevilla. Atleti, um, Real Madrid, Bayern, Juventus. Those are the good teams. Like, these are the good, solid, good teams that they've played since then. Once again, Sevilla, Atleti, Real Madrid, 
Bayern, and Juve. The only win they have out of those is Juve, but they beat Juve without Ronaldo. Mm. That was this Champions League group stage. They won without Ronaldo. And now that, that one's even capped because they came when they played Juve with Ronaldo, they lost 3-0. <laughs> Caesar, they drew at they drew Sevilla twice, 0-0 and 1-1. They drew Atleti once. 2-2. They lost to Atleti 1-0. They lost to Real Madrid again after that 3-1. And then obviously they lost to Bayern 8-2. Barcelona is, to their credit, they're, do, do we include Napoli as a good team? They beat Napoli 3-1. Do we include Napoli as a good team? They're not even doing good this year at all. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I won't include Napoli, but I mean, if you're including Sevilla, you can include Napoli. No, I'll give Sevilla more love. Sevilla wins trophies, even though they're Europa trophies. Napoli doesn't win anything. Um, like Barcelona is so bad, and and that's not speaking as somebody who doesn't like Barcelona. Since March first, Clasico loss, they lost two zero to Real Madrid. They have not beat a legitimate good team. The only thing that you could maybe stretch and say is Napoli 3-1. Maybe I wouldn't include that. Or Juve 2-0 without Ronaldo. They were starting some dude who was wearing number 44 in that match. He's some redhead dude. I was like, who is that Russian guy? Do you know who that is? Juve has some dude. He was like number 44 that started against Barcelona. I was like, who is this? Ronaldo get COVID, y'all got to bring in some, like, redhead some Russian? Come in the field. Huh? Some ginger was in the field. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, he's like number 44. I'm like, damn, they just, he just grabbed any jersey he could. Out the gutter. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody wears 44. I mean, are, are we surprised, like, by Barcelona? Like, when you look at that team, I'm like, who the hell are these guys? They got Junior out there. I'm like, where'd this guy come from? Junior? Who's Junior? The Junior Firpo. I know, but I was like, this Junior Firpo, I'm like, damn, he got mad tan over the summer. Junior Firpo <laughs> didn't even recognize this dude in the left wing. Playing left, but this dude's so garbage back there. Just doing nothing on the field. Then they had, <laughs> then they brought out in the field. Yes. Caesar, you only saying that because you found out he's not Brazilian. <laughs> he's dead to me. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a traitor. I like the other Trincaun guy more than him. He's Portuguese. <laughs> Um, that guy's whatever. They like the ref is like, okay, what the hell is going on here? The the ref is talking about uh, um, I mean, the, the commentator is talking about, oh, oh, look at like Puig go, look at uh, whatever, and they're like, what what the nickname they call him? What's his nickname? Porky or something like that? What they call him? Porky or Pokey? I don't know his name. This dude just passing the ball around. They had the nerve during that game to like start trying to give Barcelona a little love. I'm like, dog, they're they're playing so bad, like. They're playing so bad. How dare you even ask Griezmann for comments after that game? Unless it's any, unless it's a comment about how he's irrelevant and a waste of money. He's talking about what was he saying? Like, oh, like, oh, we, uh, uh, we're just not playing with desire. Somebody right now? No, dude, you're garbage. 
you're a waste of money, and you should take the biggest cut on that whole team if you're going to sell out and take cuts. You should take the biggest one because you're playing no better than some damn uh, La Masia player, all right? So get the hell out of here. Honestly, they, they, they give him the ball in the box, and he's give, doing giving goals. You better shoot that joint. You can pay you. I I wish you airballed it rather than passed it in the box. You're you're getting paid 150 million or whatever on a wage. Like get get kick that ball in the goal. So I'm I'm dead with him. I'm over him. Um, getting robbed. Uh, from air conditioning, I'm down. <laughs> um, even my cat's like, what the hell? Um, uh, no, I just think it's 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 really whack. The team is terrible. It's it's. When you look at, like, if you really look at the lineup, not like the lineup that's, like, noted, like, oh, well, here's who they have. When you look at who they start rotationally, it's, like, three people you know, uh, uh, like, like six of them are above 30, and then the rest are just garbage. I mean, even if they're not garbage, they're just dead average guys with potential. And that's great, but Barcelona looks like they just, like, they 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 look like they were so broke. They're like, how do we try to do what Real's doing? Let's just go get some young guys and put it around Messi. There's a couple things you fail to realize. Unfortunately, if you're going to have Messi on your team, and I know this from the get-go, he's not a guy where you build young talent around him. He's not that player. He's like a Kobe. You don't develop young talent around him. You need to fill stars around him. You need to blow your budget and go into debt around him because he is only going to respect those level of players and he needs those kind of players to cover extra things that he's not able to fulfill himself. He's like this star on his side of the field. So when he's not able to be all over the place, you have people to be able to do their thing as well too. Players are developing. You can't do that because when you're taking a B-roll to him and then he gives it to you, it becomes like shock mode. Like, oh, uh, I guess I'll just do this. So – yeah, like if you're some young player, especially a midfielder, <laughs> Messi's a, a ball retention king. You're never going to be able to do anything. How, how I, much I, do you think Arthur enjoys playing Juventus more than Barcelona? He probably have a way better time. <laughs> I don't even think he even played yet. <laughs> he did. He played this game. Oh, he did. Okay. Um, I was, I'm just joking. Um, but like. I, yeah, I like what you said. Like you need stuff. Like you need good players that are established, but are like willing to take a back seat to Messi, like Luis Suarez did, like Rakitic did, like Rakitic, like like Suarez, like Neymar did. Like there's good players, but they're gonna let they're gonna like leave it for Messi. What Messi's doing now, since the players aren't as good. He's got a he's he's being like super duper midfielder dropping way back and it's like teams can defend against that. Yeah, they'd rather him be way back there. Yeah, he can put in the ball, but you just cover that ball. Like yeah, the, the the new the new defense the new pl- blueprint on Messi's let him loose deep out there, and then when he comes to the paint, just close down, clamp it down. You see this game. The ref, the go, the 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 commentator was so happy about how how many shots Messi Messi taking all these shots, being so aggressive. Dog, look at those shots. None of them in the box. None of them in the box. If I'm a, if I'm if I'm a coach in Juventus, I'm like exactly. I want you shooting that rock outside the the go the the box. If he makes it on us, damn it! Like it's just gonna have to be that way. 
but I'm not going to risk you stepping out that box to stop him that hard. If you're one of the four in the back, stay in the box. Clamp that joint. Do like Juventus does. Put that leg out there like they always do and block a shot. Just put a leg out there. So you see the blueprint. He's not doing real like a bunch of give and goes. It's a lot of like your the thing you hate the most in the world, lefty ball retention. Lefty ball retention, dribbling up the field, up that right side, cutting in, fake cut right, go left, fake cut right, go left, fake cut right, go left. Every time it's shooting that left foot shot. It's just going to go down like this. And it, it's the only way I see If I'm thinking of the only way to salvage this like post three years left of Messi we have, whatever the hell, where he's like popping before he goes like Latin America, whatever, or China or USA. To, to, to enjoy this, you need to put like, you need to drop that book down. You need to just really get the book out and just start spinning, spinning, get some oil money, start spinning. That's the only way to do it because he needs to be like around Galactico teams. Like he's a Galacticos kind of guy. Like maybe the old Real Madrid back in the day, he would have been dope on that team because he's just around Beckham and Sedan and all this. All these guys can do their own thing easily, and they 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 don't need you. That old Barcelona team that he was on, they didn't really need Messi to win. They had Ronaldo, and they were ridiculous with Iniesta out there, David Villa. They were a baller ass team. Same thing goes likewise. I think even a lot of players for Barcelona realize it too. The rift between David Villa and and and, and um um and, and Messi was based on that. What David Villa was like, I'm a baller too. Like, what are we really doing here? We won just before he came. So it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah, he's Messi's fantastic, but what did you really like win more? Like that was his argument. Like we we won too when we was on that team. So but you it's know, Zlatan too. Yeah, the rift was Zlatan. Yeah, I mean, it was not that they win Champions League, but he was balling there too. Um, um, yeah, so it's it's just it's the same thing. And now we're getting to this point where it went from at least we're winning domestic. Now you're not even winning that. So if you're not even getting the domestic out of it, you're not winning Copa del Rey or Copa del Monarchy, and you're not getting the the, the Champions League. Honestly, Bam, what are we doing out here, Caesar? I <laughs> the cat threw up. I like. When you lose 8-2, like, okay, this uh, this might sound crazy. For me, PSG still hasn't redeemed the, the six-whatever loss to Barcelona. Still. Why? Because you haven't beat them or, like, won something significant where it's like, okay, we're recovered from that. Barcelona lost eight to two to Bayern Munich. Eight to two, eight. And they didn't even make any of those shots. I forgot what happened. There was an own goal and something else. I forgot. It was a uh, David Alba. It was 9 1. Okay, yeah, yeah, because Suarez scored. <laughs> Suarez scored. Yeah, so yeah, David Alba right. scored so, for Barcelona, too. Yeah, so they made one goal. Yeah, it, it, I agree with that. I mean, and they're, they're not a national team like when Brazil got decimated by Germany. It took time to rebuild. And I'll, look at that lineup compared to the lineup now. Look, they, who's there still? They had to redo everything, re, re-upload. But but they won Copa America. They won so Copa like, America, but but they it took the, they didn't just the next year ball out. It was rough for a while. No, but see, but what I'm saying is they like they had to restart. 
Yeah, like for for and okay, because I'm not I'm not necessarily they gotta restart. I'm saying like you gotta do something to prove. You gotta like prove it after you have a major loss like man, that. If you're man, a let's keep it real. After that happened, this man, your leader, the 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 El Capitan, was talking about dipping. So I'm sorry, dog. What's happening now is you, you, as I say in the gamer term, you're throwing. You're already throwing, dog. You, you're throwing the game away. You're losing already. You've given up before it started. Because when that's your approach afterwards, it's not the pro- the approach afterwards wasn't back. Like this was the worst thing that I've had in my life. I swear we're gonna come back better than ever. Like we're gonna work so hard and we're gonna earn this respect back. They never earned their respect back. They came back and started pretending they could just be Barcelona again, and it don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Real, I'm sorry. Uh, Barcelona lost 8-2 to two to Bayern. You got to, for me, for me, for me, I feel like you got to at least beat Bayern or win Champions League to come back from that. I can't forget that until you beat Bayern or win Champions League. Bam. Their number nine is Braithwaite, dog. Wait, hold up. What are we doing out here? You got Barcelona. If we even dare to look at the nines before this, that's a travesty on this planet. You had – Eto wearing that jersey. You had Suarez. You had Zlatan. You had all these dudes out there. And the next guy in line is Baldwin Braithwaite. Are you kidding me right now? What no. do you expect is going to happen? Braithwaite was out here begging for minutes out of dip or tube or wherever the hell he was playing. Corona hibiscus oil. He was over there playing games over there. Now you think I'm going to, you think, you think, what do you think I'm expecting? You're going to be first? Get the hell out of here. You're playing against. They put against Juventus, dog. This dude, Ronaldo, 36, looking crisper than ever. Looking crisp. I was watching work. I'm like, damn, I really miss him in Real Madrid. That's not fair, dog. He looks so good, strong, fast, doing the moves, yelling. I'm like, look, he still cares. Like, he's still 28. He still cares that much. When I'm watching Messi, he's over here smiling and high-fiving. I'm like, dog, you know it's over, B. (laughs) You already gave up, dog. Um... Like, I just want to point out one more time before we get to the Real Madrid by uh, match. Since Barcelona lost to Real Madrid on March first, twenty twenty, right before a week or so, a couple weeks before COVID shut the whole world down, they have not beat a legitimate good team. Caesar, I wrote them all down. They beat Mallorca. They beat Real Sociedad. They beat Bilbao. They beat Espanol, Celta Vigo, Villarreal, Deportivo Alaves. They had some draws, but the 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 good teams that they played: Real Madrid, Atleti, Sevilla, Juve, L, Bayern. L L at the meme L L. Hell, I'm sorry, dog. It's just how the game goes. Yeah, yeah, Real Madrid loses games, but they beat the tough ones too. They beat some good teams too, and they won last year. Um, and they and, won and, and, La Liga last year. Yeah, they won La Liga, and, and and I'm not even I'm not even talking about Real Madrid. I'm just no, saying. But I'm saying, but, like in that comparative sense. Yeah, Barcelona. Literally, you taking L's. Okay, so since Caesar sent me this message, let's get into this Real Madrid Borussia Mönchengladbach match. 
and then I'll finish up with y'all. Um, so it was all on the line today on group, in Group B. Real Madrid had beat, had lost to Shakhtar Donetsk two times. One time is because Odegaard was out there. Um, Mucci and Gladbach, it was literally all on the line today. Real Madrid could have ended up in Europa League today. It would have been a travesty. It would have been real bad, but they pulled it out. Let's start from the beginning. I thought that Zidane, um, I, okay, you know, after you leave, I'm going to talk about tactics. Um, what? Uh, I thought that Zidane came out with a great lineup. He had the midfield, the the iron, the, the Avengers midfield. Um, you had the best, the best right or left back in the world, Ferland Mendy. Like, we're not even what? Who, right back or left? Left back, left back or right Literally back? Literally the best no, left back in the world. Best no, no, I'm saying like, Okay, best fullback in the world. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like he could be the best right back, too. Okay. <laughs> Literally, I mean, I could, I, I, could, I could spend a whole hour on him. But this is my question, though. Hmm. I watched him a couple times today. Why don't you ever complain about his left foot sometimes being so lefty? Isn't, sometimes Ooh. it annoys me, too, how lefty he is. Okay, but Caesar, Caesar. You've got to keep it real a okay. little bit. Sometimes even I get annoyed. I'm like, oh, my God. When Zidane, when Benzema gave him this cross, uh, this like give and go, and he's running across to the right from the left side, I was like, oh my god! If you were right footed, you would have jammed that joint. I'm okay, like, oh. I I know exactly what player you're talking about, I, I, and and that's a that, that's a good thing to bring up. But he's not. But but honestly, I remember that he didn't really have a good lane to shoot it. I've seen him shoot with his right foot. I think if he's a any kind of attacking player, he wants to shoot that. I've seen him shoot with his right foot, and he has a decent right foot shot, but I didn't really see, like, much of an angle because there was two Muchum Gavbach players mm-hmm. and the goalie. Okay. I know which one you're talking about. But he's also a defender, so we're not going to judge him for no, his No, 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 right. no. I'm, I'm saying you hate left. You got to hate a little bit of left action you do too. Okay, but, Caesar, the only reason why is because he's he I, – I feel like he's the only left back I've seen that keeps his body square and also uses his right foot just when it's normal. Like, he doesn't need to adjust his body to use his left foot to just give the ball. Like, he'll use his right foot. Like, I, I literally, I don't see any other player doing that. Even if they're a baller, like Marcelo's a baller. But Marcelo got to use his left foot. Ferlan Mendy keep his body square and will use his right foot when it calls for it, like it's nothing. But anyway, I'm not I don't want to spin on. But go ahead. <laughs> but I'm not saying like Ferland Mini's better than Marcelo when Marcelo's in his prime. Not even. But like, okay. but like these, but these like tangible things are amazing. Mini has a ton of potential. He's fantastic. Like, I'm don't don't take this back. My I think Mendy's fantastic. As much understand. as it hurts me not to see Carvajal out there, I'm thank the Lord heavens we have Benjamin Mendy. He's fantastic. Yeah, for Mendy. Mendy. Uh-huh. I, I don't understand how they don't how like they just don't talk about him all the time. Like if oh, you could a midfielder. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I love the lineup. Um, I love that he started Benzema with Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo. I like that a lot. Um, in the in the sixth minute, I put that Real Madrid on the front foot early. Oh, and then Sergio Ramos was back too. Sergio Ramos, who is by far, I like. 
I remember we debated who's a better at switching the play between Cruz and Pogba. I'm taking Paul Pogba out. It's between Cruz and Sergio Ramos. <laughs> I think Sergio Ramos took it from him. Sergio Ramos definitely switched the, switched the field king. With no issue, like perfect every time. You should go play midfield at Man U. He'd be so good at midfield over there. And you know what's funny? I feel like, I mean. Remember, we played CDM a little bit. He, was, he did his thing. He yeah, tried. I, I honestly feel like that's probably the biggest thing with Real Madrid. I feel like they still switch the ball more than any other team. Um, but anyway. I mean, you even saw, like, they, after they get that lead, it's gross. It becomes gross after that. Like, you're literally just chasing the ball. What does Real mm-hmm. do? They don't make a bunch of runs. They make the ball do the running, yeah. which is how you're supposed to play the game. They play the game beautifully, like, just yeah. beautiful play. Like, every single player controls the ball very well, and every single player will switch the play. Yes, every, and every single player moves off the ball. They move, do a lot of off-the-ball movement, which is so yeah. big and underrated. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the early uh, going, I put that Real Madrid on the front for early ninth minute. Benzema got that header off that Vasquez cross. Um, I did notice it was, it was a nice play. I don't know what the hell the Bushing Gladback uh, defenders were doing. Investigate, maybe. I don't know. But um, I did note that Vinicius Jr. was the first one to go run over and hug Benzema for all the haters out there. Yeah. Who that, that was a, for, 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 for Palmieri who's saying, oh, there's going to be a, some issue after this. I'm like, stop it. You don't know how to play sports. Um, 15th minute, Vinicius Jr. had the rock, and, I, and I'm pretty sure I counted six stepovers. <laughs> what a gangster. I'm pretty sure. What a goon. You got to be a goon to do that. I think he lost the ball after that, though. He kind of lost the ball a few times this week. Relax. Go ahead. Okay. Um, 19th minute, there was definitely a handball by Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, they didn't show the replay until much later, and I was like, that was definitely a handball. Should have been a penalty. Um, but Real Madrid was balling. 20th, 27th minute, I put that Borussia Mönchengladbach is playing so bad. They have to foul the Real Madrid players. Like, they're having to foul them. Uh, right after that, I put that Vinicius Jr. is going to score or assist a goal in this match. Um, I was wrong, and I would not count how many times he lost the ball just because he's going to stop. 32nd minute, though, your boy Benzema, another header. Great cross by Rodrigo, who is improving. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad you will admit that. I was, like, watching him, like – How's, I wonder. I was like thinking, I was like, how's Ben gonna rip on him on this one? There's no way he's playing pretty good. No, you know what's funny? I he's feel better. like Rodrigo has probably taken a page out of Vinicius Junior's book. Maybe, maybe, maybe the, what them training together has made him better. Maybe them training together is getting him more confidence. He looks good. Like he looks more confident. He's doing more one on ones. Like okay, big dog. Okay, taking a little one on one on the right side. Okay. I think that's what it is. It's more confidence. Before, I felt like he was playing kind of within himself, and now I think the way that Vinicius Jr. is confident, he goes all the time at players. He does moves. Rodrigo is doing more of that. Like I got, he's probably like, I got to do that too. Honestly, I got to do it. Yeah, he's like, I'm Brazilian too. I look East African. I'm Brazilian. I I have a question for you. Hmm. Who do you think Real is going to sell first? Um. I can see them selling Vinicius Jr. first, but I wouldn't think it's like it'll. You know what it'll, it'll depend on to me is who's like what team is trying to offer more money. Basically, I I think it's Vinicius without a doubt first, no matter the money. I mean, I do still think Vinicius Jr. I mean, is, that, that makes me a little sad to say that. I think yeah, 
And to be honest with you, I think Vinicius Jr. is still better than Rodrigo. Oh, me too. Yeah, but I mean, some team might be offering hella bread, and you might just got to do it. Yeah, and you know, Rodrigo kind of like, he's kind of like scratched and clawed to get kind of where he's at, like a little bit, like, you know, like, especially like already kind of being behind Vinny. Like, you can see, like, he's worked really hard, too, like, just to get, like, catch up and just become that name. So, just seeing him play on the right side, which he a long time ago said he preferred the left, just kind of grind it out. I can see that happening, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so. And. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to finish really quick because I know you got to um, go get your uh, COVID medicine. Um, so, 30-second minute. Benzema scores again, header. I put Borussia Mönchengladbach investigate. I don't know what's going on. They're just letting him get free headers like it's nothing. Um, there was another goal called offside in the 33rd minute, and Modric hit the bar in the 39th minute. Real Madrid was balling. This is like the classic kind of Real Madrid we've seen since Ronaldo left when they're playing good. Mm. Um, 53rd minute, there was some great counterattack defense by Real Madrid. What was missing against Shakhtar, against Shakhtar, whenever Shakhtar started going, Real Madrid just looked like they were all out of it. But there was in the 53rd minute some great defense on that counter. Like, everybody got in front of a pass or got into a passing lane. I did right after that. Is is Ferland Mini the passing lane king? I wonder. Um, Because he'd be getting in passing lanes a little bit. Oh, 67th minute, there was a there was a point where um Benicius Jr., I felt like he should have shot it, but he he tried to cross it and got blocked. Do you remember that one? Oh. I was like, dog, shoot it, man. Please. I was like, shoot it. I was like, shoot it so they can shut up. Shoot it so they can shut up, man. Just shoot shoot it so they can shut up is the hashtag. Wait, who's they? Who are you talking about? These people online, they're so okay. annoying. Uh, shoot it so they can shut up, dog. Good bam. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, an episode title shoot it so they can shut up <laughs> that's too long um, there's another close chance by Madrid in the 69th minute by Rodrigo 73rd minute Ramos header was saved it's a great save by Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, goalie it was a perfect cross in by uh, Tony Cruz on his left foot some dude named Arriba 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 came in Arribas and, <laughs> came in the 74th minute I was like Arribas the, Arriba, arriba, arriba. <laughs> that damn uh, YG song. Um, anyway. Oh, God. The logo <laughs> song. Arriba, arriba, arriba. <laughs> thum, thum, thum. <laughs> um, but anyway, Real Madrid 1 2 0. End up being top of the group because Stock and Inter tied. Poop Inter. Um, I'll I'll talk a bit about them, but you got to sign off. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Does that mean if I gotta go? If you no, I'm not, I'm not gonna sign off. I'm just gonna mute myself, um, and just set the speaker mode. It'll just show you talking all the time. Okay, 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 cool. But then, um, uh, yeah, my last point is, I guess where I go is, uh, the congratulations. To, it's funny that the, the big controversy talking point is like, oh, how Real Madrid is gonna? It's all over for them. They end up finishing top of the group. And then Inter Milan, who no one talks about, who spent all his money on Lukaku and all this stuff and got uh, got Vidal and got uh, um, Perisic and got these ballers, finishing last place. My dude, you spent all this money. You finished below Mooch and Gladbach and Shakhtar. You finished last, dog? Y'all are so trash. You got 
Uh, you're counting on Lexus Sanchez to do something for you out there? What is you doing? Wearing a triple XL jersey. What is you doing? Did you see Alexis Sanchez's header that went off of Lukaku's head? <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, the, like Alexis Sanchez coming in for the header. Lukaku's like standing like two yards offside. Alexis Sanchez's really good header. And it just hits Lukaku on the head. I'm like, oh, my God. Even on the last play of the game, the reason it was offside is because there was, like, a play on the, on the very last moment of the game. Lukaku gets, like, a, a cross block. He decides to start walking back up to the line. And then the, they steal the ball back to do another cross. And he kicks it again, but he's offside because he was walking. I'm like, dog, you can walk all day. This is it. This is it. The Michael Jackson tour. This is it. You got to just be in there right now. This dude out here built like Josie out the door now, getting big out there in Italy. Okay, yeah. but wait, wait, Caesar, what's speaker mode? Speaker mode on the top right, you see how it says view? You can switch the view from gallery view to speaker view. Oh, it's already on speaker view. Okay, perfect then. So okay. I'm, I'm out. All right. Damn. Big C's, uh, all right. <laughs> you heard that. <laughs> um, yeah, Inter lost to, I'm sorry, they drew Shakhtar. They're out. That's kind of crazy. Um, but they are – I don't know if they're trying to just – I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine they're losing on purpose. But they're second place in Serie A right now, um, five points off of Milan. And I don't know. You know, maybe that'll be – if, if they end up winning the league, then I guess there's something to salvage from that. But um, it is kind of a shame that Inter has, like, these good players. Um you know, they seemed like they were going to be competitive in Champions League. At least, you know, go to Europa and do something. You know, it had been cool to see a Man U versus Inter Europa final. But we will not, excuse me, be seeing that. Um, I feel like we didn't talk enough about Man U being in Europa League. But um, they are in Europa. Anyway, um, is there anything else we can talk about? Yeah, let's talk about a little bit more Champions League. Um, go through the groups. Bayern Munich and City and Chelsea were the only – actually, I'll take that back. And Lazio were the only teams to not lose a match. Look at Lazio. Um, but Lazio also had four draws. But yeah, Bayern Munich um, went through their group undefeated, one draw. Atleti goes into the round of 16 with them. RB Salzburg into Europa League. Real Madrid and Muchen Gladbach into the round of 16 for, um, I'm sorry, to the knockout state. No, I don't know. Um, going on in Champions League and Shakhtar going into Europa League. Enter, you're out, buddy. Man City and Porto going on in Champions League. Sad for Marseille. They couldn't pull it out. I was hoping to see him in Europa, but it might be better for them to not go into Europa. They kind of have a thin squad. Um, Liverpool and Atalanta. Oh, I did watch some of the Atalanta versus Ajax match. Atalanta ended up winning today against Ajax um, going into the next stage of Champions League. Shout out to them. Boy, Duvan Zapata. Ajax will be going into Europa League. Um, Chelsea and Sevilla go on. Krasnodar into Europa League, and sadly, Wren going into uh, nothing. 
but they might be better for them too. I feel like some of these French teams have been struggling a little bit financially and they might not want to be getting stretched out by going into um, European um, competition. Dortmund and Lazio going on in Champions League. Um, yeah, kind of crazy that Lazio didn't lose any matches. Zenit didn't win any. Uh, Club Bruce going into Europa League. Um, I remember them giving uh, Real Madrid some problems last season. Juve and Barcelona going in, going on in Champions League. Uh, Juve ends up winning the uh, group. And I'm really hoping we can see a, a Barcelona versus PSG in the next round. That'd be great. Dinamo Kiev going into Europa. And last but not least, PSG and RB Leipzig going on in Champions League. Man U into Europa. Istanbul, Bashakchi here. They tried, but they failed. Um, Man U ending up three wins, three losses. Kind of wild. And our, uh, PSG and RB, RB Leipzig ending up with, uh, ended up being 4-0-2, both of them. So yeah, we got some good, it, it was funny because we were saying when Champions League group stages started, it like seemed more like Europa kind of, it was like kind of whack groups, but these uh, knockout stages are going to be pretty lit. Um, also, we got coming up MLS final on Saturday, I think it's the 12th. Um, Yes, Saturday the 12th. We got Columbus Crew versus Seattle Sounders. I did watch a little bit of Minnesota United versus Seattle. Um, The match was kind of fun to watch. I felt like, I feel like MLS quality has gotten a lot better, but um, it's still not like up to my standards. (laughs) Um, I I know, uh, what's the name? Jazzy's artist plays for Columbus Crew. I don't know anybody else. Seattle Sounders still got Jordan Morris. And they still got Nicholas Ladero, Uruguayan, Uruguayan legend. Who they got somebody else too? I remember. I was like, oh man, I remember that dude. Oh, I think Will Bruin. <laughs> Damn. Um, but anyway, I was going to talk about some um, some transfer rumors. Um, should I still? Since Caesar's not here, um, nah. I'll leave it. Oh, I did see Jesse Lingard uh, getting linked to Real Sociedad. That's hilarious. Um, Lucas Vasquez, Real Madrid getting linked to Manchester United. Hilarious. Uh, but I'll, I'll leave it alone for now. Oh, and they said, um, oh, damn, I wish Caesar was here for this one. They're talking about Hulk going to uh, the Premier League. He's 34. Boy, you go to Man U. <laughs> they can use you, buddy. They go to Arsenal. Um, but anyway... Episode 182 made a podcast. Hopefully this uh, episode saves. The Caesar did dip on us. But yeah, um, just want to reiterate that Barcelona has not been a good team since March. And um, if you want to argue that, Napoli is not a good team and Juve did not have a Ronaldo when they played them. Anyway, episode 182. Holler. Make sure you follow us on everything. Make sure you follow C's. We made a C's on YouTube. You dig? And make sure you follow uh, Mufasa's Taquitos on Twitch. You dig? Holler.